Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Ned. Yeah. Um, we have a big announcement to make right now, and that is based off of something that. Um, was very incidental on the show. Okay. It was a very stupid little comment, and it's led to quite a big, exciting thing that's going to be happening. Um, here's the stupid comment, or the series of comments that have led to what's happening on Wednesday morning's show. You think that birds have paws? <laughs> do you think any bird ever has ever had a paw? Or do you think that's maybe like something? I would argue yeah. that penguins have paws and ducks have paws. Yeah. I would argue that those little flat yeah. things they have yeah. could, should should be called and paws. And I would argue you going back through grade two wouldn't be the worst <laughs> thing in the world for you. <laughs> mm. I would argue going back through grade two wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for you. Stand by it. The team at Yarralumla Primary School mm-hmm. have also agreed <laughs> they, that yeah. that might not be the worst thing in the world. But they fortunately have the resources to do that. On Wednesday morning's show, we are going back to school. Yep. <laughs> Primary school. It's very apropos for us. We don't want to put ourselves in too deep by going straight to high school. So Wednesday instead, morning show is going to be live yeah. from uh, Yarralumla Primary School. We're going to be put through our paces. Yep. There are all sorts of things being discussed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, different academic skills, different... Mm-hmm. There's, even, there's even talk of an arts, like an art lesson that we would have to do very quickly that an art teacher would then judge who did the better art. I could nail that. I'm nervous about that one because yeah, you I are really good at art. That. Um, and I'm good with kids as well. So I feel like that really is probably what I should be doing for a career, but instead I'm doing this. I actually teach some of the curriculum at Yarralumba Primary School in Italian. So there's an Italian test potentially Not that could be part, yeah, We're going to have to work out what Italian words we know. very good. This is still very much in the working stages because we're somewhat shocked by this offer, but I yeah. am very excited to say Ned and Josh back to school will be going to air Wednesday morning and you are really, really in for a... A battle of the minds yeah. uh, between two idiots. That Look, you're really going to have to go, wow, they, they aren't smarter than kids in grade three. That's I incredible. I am obviously very nervous about the academic problems mm-hmm. and challenges mm-hmm. that we will face, but um, you remember how they're always, like, if you... Everyone was just aware of a kid that was super quick at school. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would very much, with my 28-year-old legs... A running race. Like to beat the fastest kid in school oh, wow. at a running race. Okay. Well, yeah. not the, the fastest kid in grade two. How's that? No, that's not good because you're triple the size of them. So, so whatever. Yeah, I don't think that that's fair. <laughs> I'd, say, yeah. I'd say the fastest kid in school. Yeah, you should try and see grade if you can... Grade six is 12, though. Yeah. That's when you don't get puffed. You can't get puffed. Yeah, you never, ever unfit. That's, yeah, I, good point. I remember when people used to tell me they got puffed when yeah, I was 12. Yeah. I used to think they were kidding. It's like how some people don't get brain freezes. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, like, maybe it's just some... Now I can't walk too far without getting puffed, so... I um, will say that at the end of the day, with all of this that we're doing, with uh, the back-to-school show on Wednesday, uh, really just makes me think... Mm. You know, I I often forget that we're talking into microphones and people listen. So you say something like, it would be great for you to go back to school. Yeah. And then that happens. Yeah. Just what else can we do? Like, it would be, I tell you what would really help me right now, about $20,000, just yeah. tidy up some loans, yeah. get some situational awareness around my finances and, yeah. and go into a new era in my life yeah. financially wiser. Yeah. If someone could just organize $20,000 for me, that'd be great. Yeah, if you ever wanted ever uh, sorry, if you ever needed like a bit of a litmus test for how bad Josh's finances mm. are, he just said I wanted 20 grand uh, $20,000 to get financial awareness. 
<laughs> not savings, not paying it off, just to be aware of just my financial state yeah, in the world. Yeah, just learn a bit of a lesson. 20 grand to even be aware of what the hell's going on around me. <laughs> My God. I don't think that one's going to come off. They should lock you in financial yeah. prison where you don't have to go to jail. You just don't get to spend the money you want. We go back to the original point. It'd be called and I would argue you going back through grade two wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for you. <laughs> I, wonder if they still, I wonder if they still do money maths. Yeah. We'll be able to find out on Wednesday morning when we go back to school at Yarralumla Primary School. Producer Michael is joining us in studio this morning. How are you, mate? Good boys. How are we? Very thank well, thank you, Michael. Um, now, look, you've got... Uh, We've all been living through the last three years, all variously frustrated by different elements of the pandemic than everything that's gone on after it. Um, I have found myself increasingly more frustrated as the days go by by supply chain issues. Yes. I just don't understand. Like, obviously, there's a lot of global things going on at the moment, including weather events and all of that sort of stuff, uh, conflicts. We, we're missing out on just key things. And mm-hmm. considering the suffering going on around the world, I get that me not being able to get my shower gel is a very small thing on the scale. It is. I would just like a timeline as to when this is going to go back to normal. That's well, probably what I'm dealing with. I'd just like to know when I can count on something being somewhere so I don't drive somewhere looking for something, wasting fuel and time. There was, like, a, an immediate... Uh, items that went straight into short supply when we went into COVID, like toilet paper and two-minute noodles and stuff. But there has been, like, flow-on effects where it's almost taken, like, a year and a half or two years for it to work its way through the system. And now people are going, hey, we've got none of these left over. The potato bites with the smiley faces. Yes. Why can I sometimes not find them? But that's a potato thing. It doesn't matter. Why do you sometimes want them? (laughs) That's my business. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Michael has joined us this morning yeah. to alleviate one area of worry with this. You've mm. got a reason why we're missing something. I didn't know we were missing this yeah. item, but the best part, what I'm describing, has actually happened. You can straight away say, and this is and why. here's why. Yes. So there, it was a very colourful weekend. So pride, shall we was say. pride global, yeah, like yeah, world Mardi pride Gras and, and Mardi Gras. Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. World mm-hmm. pride, Mardi Gras, and the Minogue sisters essentially wonder twin powers activated live on yep. stage. It was good fun. Was very, very, cool. very good. Yeah. Um, it was like it's like the biggest party in the world happening yeah. in Sydney. Yes, and then that was in Sydney, and then in Melbourne at the same time, Harry Styles yes. was doing mm-hmm. his back to back gigs over the weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Selling Carol Braithwaite was there watching him do horses, which I which thought is was pretty cool. The coolest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny as well. It's like if you were covering an artist you'd, and they were in the, the crowd, you'd be like, oh, I'm a bit, I'm a little bit worried. But Harry Styles has, an, well, I don't want to upset anyone, but he's an infinitely better singer than Daryl Braithwaite. I'm not getting involved in that. Okay. I can't say anything for fear of safety. But yeah. I will say, I don't think Daryl Braith, I don't think Harry knew he was there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. he helps did. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're performing in front of a stadium <laughs> yeah. and there's like 60,000 people yeah. there, you're like, one of them might be Daryl Braith. No, yeah, so he yeah, was just amongst the punters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, very colourful weekend in both Melbourne and Sydney. And because of that, there is a nationwide feather boa shortage. This is fantastic. Uh, so, there is a feather boa shortage. Yeah. yeah. I, if you had to say right now, go buy a feather boa, mm-hmm. maybe Spotlight. I'm trying to think, yeah, where would Spotlight. you go and buy a feather so, boa? Spotlight and Big W. Yeah, okay, uh, so good. I actually have some figures for you. Oh, fantastic. Um, <laughs> of course you do. Uh, feather boa searches on the Big W website increased over the last two weeks by 394%. Wow. Yeah, wow. And sales increased by 114%. This is great. Mm. This is absolutely fantastic. We've, we've got such a great celebration of, of love and joy, and we've added capitalism on top of yeah, it. Perfect. We've now yeah. got an item that can be 
purchased. Yeah. This is exciting. This will end up Valentine's Day, Halloween, all this. It's just get it all in stores now. It's for the first time ever we've actually thought about plucking and skinning Big Bird yeah, and yeah. using it for bowlers. <laughs> yeah. Come here, mate. We need those feathers. So what? is the Harry Styles boa thing just a thing Harry does? Well, you see in a lot of his yeah. promo shots and he performs yeah. in a feather boa from yeah. time to time. It's it's a part of his act as well. Do you want to have a guess at the number one selling colour of feather boa? Purple. Not no. pink. It is pink. Yeah. It is yeah. pink. Oh, uh, yeah, of course it would An be. An iconic yeah. pink bowler. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Mm. It's really the iconic. So Apparently, when, when are we going to expect to see feather bowers back in, in stock? Because this is next year. I was, yeah. yeah. was going to say, when Harry Styles leaves the country, yeah. we'll need a year to recover. <laughs> like, just yeah. a good point. It's a bad time to be a duck. Yeah. You're about to be plucked <laughs> and your feathers are going to be dyed bright pink. <laughs> Josh, yesterday, had a bit of a cleaning day. I just need to get my apartment. It's sort of like to the point where I'm like, just feel bad, looks gross. If I just commit a weekend to it, I can get this knocked out of the way. And yep. then next time I have an inspection, it's not going to be, I'm not going to be moving worlds. I can just sort of vacuum up and tidy up a little bit and it'll be okay. So um, tried to get into it during the day on Saturday and realized that this was going to... I just couldn't, my motivation wasn't there. I don't like doing chores on Saturday because I feel like it's the one true day off. Like you don't have anything the day where you had maybe work on the Friday, but you don't have anything the next day. It's Saturday is yeah, truly a day, a day to chill out. Um, but on Sunday, I was like, all right, well, today's the day. I'll get up sort of, sort of early. I got up at like 8.30, had some breakfast, got ready to go, went to the supermarket and got all like the cleaning supplies and came back. And on the way back, I looked over my fence and saw my neighbour BJ was like out there and he was like cleaning up a bunch of sticks from his backyard. And we just chatted for a little while and I was like, oh, what's going on? And he was like, man, a much, just a pretty chill, bit of a seedy Sunday, whatever. Um, I was like, he was like, what are you up to today? And I was like, I'm just cleaning. And he's like, yeah, same. And I don't know why, but that made me feel a lot better about Some my situation. Solidarity. I heard his, when I heard his vacuum like going in his, because we live like right next to each other, when I could hear his vacuum going, I was like, that's right, I should probably be vacuuming. I like looked over the fence at one point, he has like a industrial mm. vacuum and I was like, can I please borrow that because it's far better than my crappy Kmart one or whatever. He was like, absolutely no worries. We were like, I, at one point I was cleaning my outside area and he was like just looking over and like talking to me and stuff. Just knowing someone else out there was also having yeah. a crappy day on a sunny Sunday. Maybe feel better. Well, that's good. And I mean, at the end of the day, making sure that you get to the end of a period of time where you're feeling like you have an absolute mastery of the day based on the fact that other people have decided to do the same thing with that day. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It's I a good it's a good it's a team, almost a team thing with a complete stranger. I felt bad because I was like, it's a sunny day, it's nice, I could be going to, a, I don't know, the, the lake or something, taking Lenny for a walk. But knowing that someone else is miserable doing the exact same crappy work I was doing, it's great. Did it, did it make you work a hotline. Did it make you work quicker? Did it make no, you... No, it didn't. No. If anything, it made me work slower because every time I'd see him, I'd stop and go like, can you believe all this work we're still doing? And he was like, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm an adult. So How I'm like, often are you having home improvement style conversations with your neighbour over all, the fence, all, like he's Wilson? Yeah, like, probably is that happening? A week, yeah. once a week, yeah. really? Yeah, more this is than fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm I talk to neighbors all the time. This yeah. is what's great about being in an, like a yeah. townhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in an apartment, so every time I see my neighbors, it's exciting, and yeah. I'm not like trying to get to my house. Every I, time I see them, I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" I think um, the problem I have is that sometimes I'll do jobs in Carrie's backyard. And yeah. I'll be walking around there because she's got a full tilt backyard, and she's got neighbors. Yeah, but they'll look at me like, "Who are you?" Yeah, you, we what know you, you don't. We know you don't own this yeah. house. So, <laughs> but we do sort of see you sometimes. So, what are you? Are you? Live the live-in gardener. We need to have a meet, we need to have a meet the neighbours <laughs> yeah. dinner or something. You need to have a street party, a 
a block party. Yeah, because otherwise I'm not going to be able yeah. to have these friendly conversations. They're like, we keep calling the police thinking someone's broken in <laughs> and just decided to steal dog poo from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest burglar on earth. Yeah. He's going around tidying up. I don't understand. <laughs> Josh, you can always have too much of a good thing. So you need to have everything in moderation. You need to make sure that you're doing the right thing. There is a guy who has beaten a world record for not doing that, doing the exact opposite of what I've just said. He's not done this thing in moderation. This guy um, whose name is Jeff, he lost his job, unfortunately, in 2012. Ah, what a shame. Not ideal. Um, Had a lot more free time on his hands, and he decided that he was going to go to Disneyland. He lives in California. It's not too bad. Why not? It's the happiest place on earth. After you lost your job, that's not too bad. Loved it so much that he started going like every single day. He got a, uh, like a Disneyland annual pass. And so he was going there every day. And on his 60th consecutive visit, so like 60 days in a row of him going, he wondered to himself, how many days can I go in a row? And today we have an answer to that because he's beaten the world record. Are you ready? Yep. He has gone to Disneyland, California, 2,995 days in a row. If you're playing at home, that's eight years, three months, and 13 consecutive days. Mm. That's weird. It is odd, isn't it? It's a bit strange. It's very, 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 very odd. So... Disneyland isn't Disneyland closed on Christmas Day? Well, maybe I guess not. Maybe it's so like, maybe it's like the rule is if you if, if it's, it's open, open I'm there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, look, I've been to Disneyland. I went to Disneyland. We when went I, to Disneyland recently. Yeah. We've been to Disneyland six months ago. I went to Disneyland that one, the yeah, California, yeah. The and California the Anaheim one. one. I'm yeah. seeing him. He's like at the places that we were at. Um, I went to the one in Hong Kong when I was probably fourteen, and I was probably a little bit old for like Disney kid stuff, but. Yeah. It was probably one of the best days of my life. And you I loved it. thinking after that, I was like, okay, I want to move here. When you and I went... I've been to Hong Kong as well yeah. and as an adult, yeah. and I actually loved it because it was the first Disneyland I ever yeah. went to. So I, mean, I think only under those circumstances. And that's why I loved because it Because well. it it's like the size of movie world. Yeah, yeah. It's like you get around <laughs> it in a good half day. Yeah, you can, do, you can get in and out and then you will not miss traffic. Um, when we went this year or last year, I suppose it was, uh, I thought it was rad. I really, really liked it. Yeah. But I could not go for three days in a row. There is no way you could you couldn't pay me money yeah. to go to Disneyland more than two days in a row. Yeah, it is got just two theme bumper to bumper. They got two theme parks yeah. there, so they got the the Disneyland and then the California Adventure. Yeah. I could maybe do a day at each. Yep. But then a third day, going no, back to you one, couldn't, you couldn't pay me. No. Like the problem is, you're at a human zoo. Like exactly, there are just yeah. so many people. Like yeah. you are literally squeezing in and out of oh, people. Arse to ankles with every single human there. And until about nine at night when all the children are like, oh, I'm miserable and tired. Yeah, and then you get free roam of the park. Oh, like my God. Hour. Yeah. It, that's, I could do that. Yeah. If, if, I, if the free I just roam of the, the park. Hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could do the free roam of the park thing. But the problem is it's like a music festival. It's the same vibe as a music festival, except there's no alcohol. No, yeah. That's the it's big very difference. Sobering. That's the very, very big difference. No alcohol and a bunch of kids. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... He's the guy's 50. It's like, what are you doing? Like, I just am worried now that I don't know where... Like, where do you call it quits? Where do you stop? Where do you go, like, that's enough? Because now he's done it for... He's going to get it done for 3,000 days in a row. Do you just keep going? Do you get to 6,000? No, you stop. Because I... And, and you get help. Someone has an intervention <laughs> with this guy. Like, he's going to have no... That's the other thing. He's going to have no money. How does he afford yeah. this? 
Because, I mean, you, obviously, he's, he's taking a packed lunch every day. He must be. He must be. He must be saving Start money somehow. Start working there, you lunatic. Yeah. If, you, if this is what you want to do, get a job. He's going to go up on the, his 3,000th day because as if Disney don't throw something special for yeah. him. It's pretty incredible. He'll go up for, like, a hug in front of the castle with Mickey and then the person inside the costume is like, you need to get help. <laughs> you need help. This is not healthy. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to be in this costume yeah, soon. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I'm studying your movements. We I all, understand. All gonna... us characters know who you are. No, no. I will be in one of these suits by the end of the year. (laughs) I might be Goofy. I might be Aladdin. I might be Gaston. You will have no idea. It's it's happening. I'm coming for (laughs) you. Josh. Ned. A trend that's taken off massively over the last few years, and by the last few years, I really mean like three maybe. I feel like people really weren't doing this on mass bulk like they have been up until very recently, but Mm. a recent study study was um, done Asking people, when watching TV shows or movies in your native language, do you generally prefer to have the subtitles on or off? Yeah. 61% of young people very much have it on. Interesting. Love it. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. love having the subtitles on. Yep, interesting. I would count myself as one of these people. Okay. I realized yesterday, because I started going through it, I realized that every single streaming service I pay for, all of the subtitles are turned on for all of them. It's interesting to me because you like I I love the idea of the subtitles being available. Let's not let's not kid ourselves before yeah. we go any further about this yeah. because I think it's fantastic that people are able to watch stuff with subtitles who need to watch stuff with subtitles. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. You don't need the subtitles, no. but you are you're watching a show where you can very much hear the audio. Yes, you've just decided to also whack the subtitles. Correct. Out. What what's brought this about? Do you think because it is becoming a trend, as you said, sixty one percent of young adults are doing it. Yeah, I don't understand why why you're all doing it. Yeah, is it video games? That's where I Maybe. feel like it started because all video games seem to have the subtitles on by default. As yeah, well. because like you can be walking near a character and be too far away to be able to hear them, but yeah. you also need to see what they're saying, so it'll come up down the bottom or whatever. Right, have right. subtitles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it might have been spurred on from, like, Squid Game. Because I, I turned it on. Like, that was when we all turned decided whether or not you were going to be a dub or a sub. Yeah, You could okay. be one or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose to be a sub. And you I chose, chose to be, to be a dub. dub. Yeah, I used to. I was listening to horrendous English dubbing yeah. of of Squid Game, the dubbed version or yeah. the subtitled version. And then I'd go back. It was like a little treat. You got to do. It was like a bonus scene. So yeah. for particularly well acted emotional scenes, yeah. I would go back and watch them in Korean, so I could be like, "Oh, this is how it was meant to hit me." Yeah, this like, is how you the know, proper acting's happening. Because sometimes the English dubs yeah. for Squid Game were so distracting. Yeah, and then I guess that kind of forced my hand because I was like, "I don't really." I well, I, mean, I don't speak Korean, so yeah. I have no idea what's happening if I don't listen to the subtitles. So you read went, them. You just and then from there on, on, I think maybe I just left them on on Netflix and then they've just been popping up. But I actively, I'll go and turn them on now if they're off. So I don't have a huge problem with this. I just don't understand it. But the thing I will also say is that I watch TV in kind of a unique way that's different to the watching with subtitles. I've got my own weird thing that might might muddy the waters of whether or not I can really answer this question. Mm. I watch everything on TV with headphones. Yeah, that's pretty weird. So, for example, if I'm at home watching Last of Us or a new... I've been watching Deadwood lately. Yeah. Because my sub for my TV is right against the wall and I'm in an apartment building, yeah. I think it's just, like, courteous. If it's, yeah, just, it's, if nice. it's just me, yeah. I'll just watch it with headphones because I mean, then... you don't need to blast it. That's, yeah, but at the same time... It's a happy medium. I know that any subwoofer in, a, in an apartment it's with a be, shared yeah. wall, it's going to be 
ear problem. So I just watch it with headphones. Yeah. So maybe I don't miss dialogue because it's right in my ears. Yeah, you're like, getting uh, it direct to your cranium. I can go and get some ice cream from the fridge and I just take the headphones with me. You know what's so happening. Like, if it, anything, you're missing out on the visuals. It doesn't get any quieter yeah. no matter where I am. I try to do this. I really enjoy having noise-cancelling headphones. Yeah. I bought some for like the PlayStation that I had, um, except... Now that I have my dog, Lenny, if I put on noise-cancelling headphones, I'll essentially take it off, take off my headphones or pull out my noise-cancelling headphones and it'll just be like police sirens, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. fire engine sirens, dogs barking all around the neighbourhood. My dog is torn up every inch of my apartment because I just couldn't know there were noises he, he was, was scared like, of. Yeah. This is it. I put my headphones on and he probably did one thing that would have made a noise that I would have gone like, ah, and he's like, hang on. There's also the other problem that we're having lately, and this is a very real one because it happened to me literally last week. Yeah. If you are in a house and you've got noise-cancelling headphones on, you will miss entire weather events. Yes, like, oh, I don't have a roof anymore. What People happened care. there? Yeah. People coming home. Yeah, what's going on? Roofs what's missing. Going on there? <laughs> Ned. Yeah. I had to say, after four, four or five years of living in Canberra, um, the biggest negative I have about the joint, and this is 100% true, this is my least favourite thing, yep. the drive to Sydney. 100%. Um, it is probably one of the most annoying things because here are your options. Would you like to, and this is not a huge slide on them, but it is, uh, would you like to pay 400 extra dollars to fly to Canberra mm-hmm. or would you like to pay $400 because you've driven down there, which has taken three and a half hours, and then also pay $400 for parking there. Mm-hmm. If I could just get on the train here and then go to Sydney and fly from there, A, I could get a direct flight home to Tasmania, and I wouldn't have to worry about parking, anything like that. It really would solve every problem. Interesting you mentioned the train because that's exactly what I want to talk about this morning. Big Daddy Bar, uh, the barman. The barman. Andrew Barr himself has come out with a little bit of a comment about the train, saying that we would like to see the federal government basically get involved with making the train just that little bit quicker. Now, we're not going... He actually has a line which I love. I've heard this before. I'm not saying it's his saying, it's but it's a great saying. Yeah. He's like, let's not let perfect stand in the way of good. Like, yeah, I like that. He's like, we're, we're all looking for this high-speed rail that'll get us there in an hour and a half. Not happening, so let's not... But what can we do in the meantime? Yeah. And he's saying that right now the train takes, like, about four hours. Yep. If we get that under three or around three, would you start taking it? Because you think about think about the tra- the car trip mm. with traffic, that can be, like, three and, three and, a, and a half. half. So if you could get on the train and it was three, probably I would, I would absolutely take the train. I would I absolutely because you wouldn't would. have to pay for parking. Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about driving. You just wouldn't have a car when you're in Sydney. But at yeah. the end of the day, whatever. if you're in the city to watch some footy or whatever, yeah. why do you need your car? You just public transport it everywhere. I'd like it to be, and as you said, it's like we need to settle for good before we get to perfect. But I would just love it to be sort of like a um, like an England and like Paris sort of thing. Yeah, where you like. I remember what the first time I heard about that. I'm like, that to me seems genuinely bonkers that that happens when people go out for a night in England and then they're like, oh, I, I woke up in Rome. Yeah, and I'm it was like, an accident. What? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I got on a train for, for forty. That to, for that to yeah. be a funny story, you could yeah. tell we'd have to be connected to a different continent. Yeah. But the, the thing I would more. But point I'm just saying, like, people waking up after like a forty minute train trip trains to, to Rome, <laughs> uh, like, eventually, I would like it to get it to that where I can just essentially wake up and be in Sydney. Any good? The way of perfect. Good would be a three hour because you think yeah. about it. Even if you get on the plane, yeah, everything has to go perfectly right for that to yeah. be below two hours. It's probably still going to be a two hour experience of getting through security, waiting for the plane. If there's no delays, you get on the plane. It's a fifty minute flight. Get off the thing, go in through the airport and sit and get out and get in the. 
it's probably going to be about two and a half hours, best case scenario. So three on a train, you're probably still always going to save time. Yeah. I'll say make it four, but... Or no, even make it five. If it already is... If we're currently at four, make it five, but make it the train from Harry Potter. <laughs> and pay the trolley lady to come and ask me in the voice and give me... Anything from the trolley? Imagine me blowing her mind as well. Just being like, look at this. And I'm like, I know you guys are magic and stuff and just pull out my card and be like, this just has money on I'll it. I'll take the lot. Yeah. I'll take the lot. I really will. Just throw it at her. She's like, all right, well, this is seven billion gold doubloons, so... Well... <laughs> Don't drop me off at Gringotts because I really need to get some money out. Isn't it Gringotts? I don't care. <laughs> no, I really don't. don't care. I very passively care about Harry Potter. It's this stupid video God. game that's going around at the moment. It's You're me loving care. it. You are loving it. Um, can I just quickly say, that was what I was going to say next. So either make the train three hours yeah. and I'm on. I'm on board. Yeah. or we, Make it themed. Or make it themed <laughs> or let us win prizes. So every time you go up, somebody wins a flight yeah. back. Like, how good's that? <laughs> Michael, Mardi Gras over the weekend. Yes. Um, it was absolutely massive in Sydney. Oh, yeah, because it was World Pride on top of Mardi Gras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mardi Gras happens every year. World Pride is like a... It's kind of like when you, when you like bid for the Olympics. It's okay. like it's yeah, like yeah, that nice. for the Pride festivals around the world. It's been held in London and in Barcelona and so forth. This is the first time it's been in Australia. Fantastic. That's cool. It's very cool. So there was... So, so that was is that, Friday oh, sorry, night. Sorry, it's the first time it's been held in Australia. It's the first time it's been in the Southern Hemisphere. Wow. Because yeah. we have Mardi Gras, and Mardi Gras is always huge That's what in I'm Sydney. I was thinking, like, you always think that it's that, but this is World Pride Day. Mardi Gras would be one of the biggest celebrations, wouldn't yeah. it be? One uh, off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to think we've never had World Pride before, that, yeah. but that blows my mind. Well, a little World bit. Pride has only been a thing since apparently the year 2000. So oh, there's, okay. only, yeah. so there's yeah. only been and about. We had the five. Olympics that year, so like, we can't give Sydney <laughs> everything. <laughs> we waited our turn, yeah, and yeah. We, we finally got it. But. That, so it was bigger than usual mm-hmm. because of World Pride. And Mardi Gras was on Saturday night. Yep. And uh, it was very historic because uh, Anthony Albanese, Albo, he was the very first sitting prime minister mm-hmm. to march in Mardi Gras. Oh, fantastic. Ever. Pretty awesome. Great. Very, very cool to see. I saw well videos of stuff of him like, yeah. Yeah, walking down the street and stuff. It was lovely. It was good. That is mm. awesome. That is awesome. Although, and he was, giving, he was giving interviews while he was marching. It yep. was all very good. What? I would say <laughs> is it was well into the evening yes. when um, when Albo was marching and walking yep. down Oxford Street, and when giving an interview about the historic nature of his appearance at Mardi Gras, mm. there was just something about his speech mm-hmm. or his tone of voice that lended me to think that maybe he was. Really enjoying himself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a little bit of a listen. This is my 35th Mardi Gras. Uh, the, the first, first one, one was 1983. I'm showing my age there. But first one as Prime Minister, that is a significant moment. Well, it's uh, a, a moment that it's unfortunate that I am the first, but this is a celebration of modern Australia. We're a diverse, inclusive Australia. Mm. Now it is loud. Now it's loud. It's He's loud, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, projecting his voice. But there is something about his speech that lends me to think that maybe he might have partaken in a few daiquiris. Yeah. Maybe stopped in at a pub on the way to the march. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I absolutely love that. I hope that's what's happened. I, yeah. hope, I hope it's. And this is this is a this is for me an absolute. Uh, put the historic nature of this mm. aside. How absolutely wonderful it is. This is just the be the best prime minister ever card for some reason. 
reason. It's the hawky move. But it's yeah. the hawky move. Yeah, it's, just, it just a... show us occasionally the Prime Minister partying, yeah. and we love it. We absolutely mm. love it. Just get into it a little bit sometimes, yep. and we will all love it. I'll go as far as to say, like, obviously, Hawkey used to go to the cricket, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. If we, if we obviously, we have some Prime Ministers that probably didn't didn't do yeah. that sort of stuff. Just even seeing the Prime Minister do a board games night, like, sure. just, just yeah. partying, whatever <laughs> it means to that Prime yeah. Minister, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. When did Albo say that he's been going since 1983? 83. 83. Yeah. This one was probably the most annoying one for him because he's he probably was able to get yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. He's probably celebrating yeah. and then realised halfway through, oh, crap, I'm the Prime Minister. I need, <laughs> I need to do interviews and stuff. He's gone on TV thinking, I'm way, way more sober yeah. than I normally am yeah. at this time of during Mardi Gras. 2018 drunk Albanese. <laughs> I was at the shops yesterday. I'm not going to say which shops because I don't want someone to come and hurt me um, because okay. I'm about to make fun of r- two really feral-looking dudes. Okay. But let me be very clear. These guys were not teenagers. Mm. These guys were the kind of guys where you'd see them on an episode of Underbelly. Like, yeah. they were scary-looking older guys. Yeah, like, what's going on, dudes? Jacked. Yeah. And, yeah. One of them screamed at the other yesterday afternoon when I was at the shops. It's not a good thing to do with the shops. Yeah, and Especially I was, if you're an adult. I like turned around and looked. Yeah. And I was like, whew, I really wonder what that guy's got in his bum bag. Yeah. Like it was, I was very nervous all of a sudden. I was like, we're all in a bit of a situation here. His guy's obviously very mad at this other guy, and he's seen him for the first time, and I'm guessing a while. It's very confusing to me when adults scream out to other adults in a public place, and then people turn around, and they're like, what? Yeah. It's like... You just made a scene. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I, as a n- normal human being with a fight or flight reflex, looked at that. I'm now freaking out. <laughs> yeah. I know I else could, might as well have been there. That yeah. was how this was. That was the kind of interaction yeah. this was. And I turned around and I was closest to the guy being yelled at. And I was like, oh, God, I need to get away from it. But I saw his face. Yeah. And he was obviously... Like, I'd already seen the guy. Yeah. I'd seen the guy yelling at me, and I was hoping he wouldn't have seen yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they were in this moment, and I've just sort of scurried off to the side. Yeah. And I've seen enough movies. I don't want to be an innocent bystander. <laughs> off I go. Yeah. Uh, but the insult, the yell that got the guy's attention. Careful. It's not been able to leave my brain as the goofiest thing I've heard. So it's funny. It's a funny insult. Was it's it not a to funny, be funny insult? It's a very real insult, and I think there's probably some very deep meaning um, behind it, criminal meaning behind it. Sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, it just sounded silly to me sure. to the point where I've been like singing a song in my head ever since. Doesn't seem that threatening if you're singing a song <laughs> related to it. One. One gentleman, the yeah. bur- the burly, like pretty jacked gentleman, yelled to the kind of weedy looking smaller gentleman, sure. Oi, you rat dog. Yeah. At the top of his lungs. Yeah. And as a child of the 90s, yeah. I used to watch the Nickelodeon show Cat Dog. One fine day with a yes. and a purr, a um, born in a cause of yep, so no I've been singing in my head. Yeah. Rat dog. Yeah. Rat dog. I haven't heard you rat dog in a long time. He yelled, you rat dog, at the top of his lungs, and I have been driving around going, rat dog, rat dog. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've heard a rat dog since I left secondary school, to be honest. So I'm glad that this guy still had it. How did it look like this guy was? Yeah, he would have been in his 40s. (laughs) I'm glad he's still flying the flag. (sighs) Nah, because the other guy probably was or, like, has ratted someone out. I mean, it was... Oh, you think he actually was a rat? Yeah, it was actually... Very, very scary yeah. watching this interaction yeah. happen. And I've taken it in my brain and started singing a little song. Yeah. So this is why I could never be a criminal. No, no, um, no, no. you're not built for I it. I wouldn't last very no. long. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. podcast.
Virgin Workers Compensation Specialists, Malaganas, Edwards Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.